Hello and welcome to Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that looks at the psychological and emotional components of endurance sports and how they impact performance. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach of TEC. And this episode, I want to talk about the value and the importance of prioritizing progress over perfection. Um, it's something that we've talked about before on the show. Uh, I've talked about it in some of the solo episodes that I've done. I've talked about it at length with some of our guests that we've had on the show. And the idea that um, that consistency is what matters most, that progress uh, over long periods of time uh, is something that uh, will ultimately uh, yield and produce the results that you want. But that being said, this is so often the thing that I find myself speaking with athletes uh, about is how do we um, how do we continue to move forward when things aren't going as planned? Um, what do we do when um, when the way that we thought uh, our our progress would unfold, when the the runway that we laid out uh, we we thought it would look a certain way, and when we actually start to execute um, and work to nail down that consistency, uh, nail down um, time for ourselves, selves, um, it doesn't uh, it doesn't work out like we thought. Um, and this is something you know I think we've all experienced is that um, life comes at us really fast, uh, and our days are dynamic, and more and more um, we are busy, we are distracted, we are. Um, having more and more trouble uh, prioritizing ourselves, um, prioritizing uh, the things that matter most to us um, as we take in uh, input from all of these other places, you know, from our, from our work, uh, working to prioritize family, friends, uh, the list goes on. And what this does is it makes it challenging to focus on the big picture. And the big picture is progress. Again, not perfection. So I want to dive in today and I want to unpack what it looks like to prioritize and focus on progress, put that first, um, and to relieve some of that pressure that we put on ourselves. Because what that pressure does when we're aiming for perfection is it actually gets in the way of progress. It, 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 um, it reinforces the idea that if it's not perfect, it's not worth doing at all. Uh, if that workout doesn't go as planned, if we uh, aren't able to um, to move at the frequency and consistency that we had hoped that we would be able to, that it's not uh, worth pursuing, and and that is um, that is is not the mindset that leads to um, a healthy lifestyle. It's not the mindset that leads to uh, a productive pathway to to us reaching our goals and reaching our full potential. So I want to take a few steps back and I want to look at um, how we can structure our lives, how we can uh, think about things in a different way, how we can uh, structure um, you know, our, our um, the mental component of how we think about progress, how we think about reaching our goals, and work to, to lay out a, um, uh, opportunities. If, if this is a place you find yourself in, uh, lay out opportunities for you to um, redefine success and to actually move in a direction that feels productive. Hey everyone, uh, before we dive into this episode, I want to take a moment to tell you about Inside Tracker. As I've talked about at length on the show, my passion is helping individuals discover the tools, resources, and relationships they need to reach their full potential. It's about more than just getting fit or being in shape for one race. It's about realizing the value in the lifetime pursuit of dedicating yourself to become the best version of you that you can be. So no matter what you love, whether it's running, riding your bike, racing, or just getting out and enjoy the great outdoors, you want to do it forever. That's where Inside Tracker can help. As a lifelong athlete who's done everything under the sun, I've gotten blood work done many, many times over the years, and it's always provided critical information. Even when I was feeling great and training hard, My blood work uncovered critical deficits such as low vitamin D and elevated iron. 
Despite how your training is going or how you're feeling, Inside Tracker helps to uncover specific, individual, and actionable insights that allow you to not only perform better, but feel better and be healthier. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside of you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Then, Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day, every step of the way towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. So, endurance-minded listeners can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just visit info.insidetracker.com/endurance-minded to take advantage of 25% off of the entire Inside Tracker store. Being an athlete is about more than just completing the right workouts. So visit info.insidetracker.com/endurance-minded today to start taking a proactive approach to understanding what your body needs to perform better and live longer. So, like I said, more and more we are struggling to um, to, to put ourselves first. You know, we, we've talked about this again. If you listen to the show, we've talked about this at length on uh, on the podcast, and something that um, it, it's it's really it probably doesn't do any good to to try to change that component of our lives, right? Things are only moving faster. Um, they're only getting, um, there, there's more opportunities to be distracted, to be, um, to, to be in a place where we are not uh, as present as we would like. And we can certainly work to build habits and to build a lifestyle that allows us to, to be more present, to be more focused, to be more um, centered in our lives. But the fact remains is we have a lot coming at us and, and we are busier uh, and we are all, always struggling to understand and to work to, to put ourselves first uh, and to make that time. You know, the, the thing that I talk about most with athletes or the things that, that the thing that athletes come to me um, to discuss is is how they make time. You know how how do they carve out time to to reach their goals? And if we take a step back, where that conversation really starts is is what does it look like to to be successful? Right? Is that um, is that you know six days a week of intense focused training, um, specific workouts that are designed. To, to move you forward. Um, and if that's the case, is that realistic? Um, is that something that's obtainable? And so I think we there's often a juxtaposition between what we think progress looks like and what actually um, what progress actually looks like in our own lives day to day as we manage all of these inputs um, that we're all trying to uh, to deal with. So <clears throat> I want to outline Again, several different ways that I think we can restructure and uh, and work to think about this um, this progress over perfection uh, mindset, where our primary goal is that we set ourselves up to make incremental um, uh, progress, incremental changes uh, to how we how we move forward, how we actually go about pursuing our goals, um, and how we actually think about those goals, how we think about defining success, um, how we think about whether or not we have made progress or not. Are we satisfied with that progress? Is it fulfilling? Um, does the pursuit of, of that, that progress, that incremental, um, those incremental gains day after day, does it, does it help us feel more centered, more balanced, more present in other areas of our lives? I think when we, when we find the balance that's right for us, that is what I believe the outcome should be, is that we, we are able to see that show up in other, other places in our lives. So it's not just that we, we go and we squeeze a workout in and we execute that workout. It's that we're able to understand uh, and, and reap the benefits of that structured time, of, of that time for ourselves, of that, of, of that time and our ability to connect with our body and to check in, and that we see how that, that presence of mind 
how that structure, how that valuing of our own goals and our own time allows us to show up completely and fully in other areas of our lives. Um, I've talked about those concepts at length uh, in other episodes. If you haven't listened to them, um, the one that we actually did two weeks ago uh, was about being present uh, and how to structure that time so that you can can arrive and use exercise um, as a way to arrive at a place of, of more presence and more fulfillment. So check out that episode uh, if you haven't had a chance to catch up on that. And so the first place that I think it is meaningful and impactful um, to, again, shift our focus towards a progress-centric um, mindset versus a perfection-centered uh, mindset is that I think it really starts with how we structure our time. More specifically, I believe it starts with um, working to build habits. So what a habit is, is really a way to structure our time. It's a way to structure how we move through the day. So whether it is, um, you know, very small things like making your bed in the morning when you get up, obviously things like brushing your teeth, taking a shower, um, you know, making coffee, eating breakfast. There's so many habitual things that we do throughout the day, but when we do them, typically they are at similar times or the same time, and that allows for very specific structure or creates very specific structure in our day. And I think that that structure, it makes it easier to prioritize your time. So think about if if you if you have less of that structure or if you if you struggle to create and maintain habits think about what that time feels like. I know in in the conversations that I have with athletes in times when I feel like I personally am removed from those habits it feels like I'm constantly being reactive. Right? So so the the um, the antithesis of that is to be proactive, right? We, we are proactive about how we set up our day, how we think about our time, uh, how we think about um, being successful in that time, you know, producing the results that we want in a given day. And part of that is, is movement. Part of that is exercise. Part of that is prioritizing ourselves. But if we are in a reactive place because that time is unstructured, we are taking in inputs uh, and we're reacting on the fly, right? It's very much out of our control, right? Uh, we get an email, we get a phone call, um, we respond to, uh, you know, a relationship that we have. We, we, you know, we're constantly, when you're in that place, you're bouncing around from, from thing to thing, putting out fires, um, and it gets harder and harder to prioritize your time. You can you can imagine the scenario where when we're in that reactive state, what happens is that the result of that as it relates to our goals as athletes and um, and wanting to maintain consistent exercise is that we start to put ourselves last. Right. That reactivity um, creates barriers between our ability to um, to prioritize ourselves and carve out that time. And I see so many people operating in that, that state is we wake up and immediately we're reactive, right? You check your phone, you check email, uh, you turn on the TV, right? Whatever that is for you, you're immediately taking in um, external inputs that are contributing to how you move through your day. I'm not saying that that's, that that's necessarily a bad thing or that we don't have to do those things. But if we create habits um, that we stick to and that are in, uh, again, typically those habits are associated with time frames, right? Uh, movement in the morning, stretching, um, again, normal you know, things like brushing your teeth and showering. They happen in time frames that structure that day um, and structure that time. And I think the more that we can create habits, the more that structure allows us to be proactive versus being reactive. The more that we can get away from that reactivity, the better, um, one, the better we're going to feel, 
right? The frantic notion and that frantic movement through the day tends to not be very productive, right? And from a mental perspective, emotionally, um, it, 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 it leaves us feeling frazzled. The more we can take back that time, the more we can control that time, uh, the better. Again, specific to our goals as athletes, specific to our need to keep um, consistent movement as a top priority, both from a health, physical health perspective, but also from a mental health perspective. The more that we can control that time, the less likely it is going to be that we move uh, ourselves in that time to the bottom of our to-do list um, to deprioritize that time. So <clears throat> I encourage you to think about how you can work to build habits. And, and the end goal may be that one of those habits is movement, right? So <clears throat> it doesn't have to be anything major, but, you know, uh, wake up, short walk in the morning, um, you know, check in with your body, stretching, whatever it is, um, those habits are going to help you structure that time. And so just think about if there are moments through the day, time periods where you feel more reactive than proactive, those are great times to think about how you can build habits. Um, you know, and, and habits can be um, associated with other time periods. So, okay, I'm going to eat lunch and every day at lunch I do X, right? Go for a short walk, uh, turn off my phone, take a break from social media, um, whatever it is. Um, and however that feels most productive for you, that time, again, starts to build on itself and structure leads to our ability to control that time. And I think we just want to get away from, from some of those feelings that, again, I know I've dealt with and I, and I speak with people that are dealing with it. It's just this kind of you're constantly running to the next thing. You're constantly working to, to catch up, to put out that next fire, to respond to that next thing. Um, and we just want to pull back a little bit and – try to be a little bit more or as <clears throat> proactive as we can be about controlling that time so that we can control our response and we can control how we, how we move through the day. And with that control comes our ability to put ourselves uh, at the forefront. Um, and that's going to be, again, that's going to, that's going to lead to progress, right? That's going to lead to consistent touch points uh, over long periods of time when it comes to, um, to training, when it comes to consistency, uh, when it comes to mindset and how we think about our ability to show up for that workout, right? So often we think that we don't have time because we need to prioritize something else and, uh, and that gets in our way. So again, start small um, and it doesn't even have to be training related. Those habits support our overall trajectory as athletes and our ability to um, to, to set ourselves up for success. So the first way we can take a more progress-oriented um, mindset over perfection-oriented is to work to build habits. Um, any place we can inject those habits and, and get away from that reactivity is going to help us, uh, again, move in a direction that's going to be productive for our goals as athletes. The second area that we can take a progress-oriented mindset is that we – um, can work to let go of specifics. <clears throat> so what I mean by that is often when we, when we think about our identity as athletes, when we think about what we want to accomplish, when we set goals, um, and they could be very specific outcome-oriented goals. They could be, you know, I want to run a marathon. I want to do this bike race. I want to, you know, do a, an event, a, a distance accomplish a thing, climb a mountain. They could also be um, uh, very finite, very clear process-oriented goals, things like I want to exercise five times a week. I want to, um, I want to exercise so that I can be healthier, you know, uh, lower my blood pressure, cholesterol, some of these um, you know, very real things, but the process becomes something that's important. When we when we think about what that looks like, we often have very, very specific uh, ideas 
about what it's going to, the shape that it's going to take, right? Okay, I'm going to reach, uh, I'm going to reach this goal or in order to reach this goal, uh, I'm going to exercise five days a week. Uh, those exercises are going to consist of, you know, a, uh, you know, three specific types of workouts. We're going to do, you know, a power-based session. We're going to do speed and we're going to do endurance, uh, right? So, so we break it down. We build these constructs in our minds that that have a lot of um, that have a lot of specifics related to them, right? And, and I I think it's even subconscious sometimes, or, or unco- we we do it unconsciously, where we don't even realize we've already thought about exactly what that's going to look like and feel like to be an athlete as we prepare to reach those goals. We we provide ourselves or build these very, very um, specific constructs. Um, and part of that, uh, part of that is good because I think, you know, you need to have a clear vision. You need to understand what it's going to look and feel like um, and what is necessary to reach your goals. However, I think we should also work to hold those specifics a little bit, uh, a little more lightly. Um, because progress may not always look like what we think, uh, or thought it would look like. Um, right. So, so we, we, we decide that, okay, I'm going to tackle this goal or this is what I need to do to be healthy. Um, this is what I need to do to show up for my family, my friends, to be the person I want to be, to feel good, to feel confident in my body, to feel strong. And then we... And we, we set these constructs again, and we, we decide this is what it's going to look like. And then we go back, you know, then we wake up and, and have to go to work in the morning, right? The, the, the days are long. We don't sleep as well as we had hoped. Um, we, you know, uh, you know, go on vacation. We, you know, any number of things come up. And when we get back to the you know, the job, the, the task of moving through life and showing up in all the areas that we need to show up in, it becomes much more challenging oftentimes to execute in a way that's in exact alignment with those specifics. And so I think we can, if we let go of those specifics, it can just help us, again, get away from being perfection oriented. Because what I see happen is when when it shifts, uh, I'd say it's not if, but when, and we say, okay, well, I was going to do five workouts a week and they were going to, you know, take on these very specific um, modalities and, and this, the focus was going to be very specific. When we're not able to show up and execute exactly like we had mapped out, we often lose, it's just easy to lose steam, right? We say, well, you know, if I couldn't get my speed work in or I couldn't get my endurance work in, you know, then the whole thing is falling apart, right? It's not worth it. Um, I guess if I can't do it this way, it's not worth doing at all. I've seen so many athletes struggle with that over the years is, um, well, you know, if this is what it takes to be successful based on the, the, the specifics that I've mapped out in my mind and what I think it should look like. If this is what it takes and I can't, I can't execute that perfectly, then I'm just, I, I, I guess it's not worth it, right? And that, of course, is, um, is, is not the mindset that we want, right? It, it is always worth the sum total of the effort, the, the consistency over time, the showing up is what matters, even if it's not what we had in mind, even if it's not the exact you know, quote unquote, perfect se- uh, session, um, showing up is always worth it. So, so we let go of some of the, s- the specifics. One, we can let go of um, specific activities. So like I was saying, you know, what does progress look like on, on any given day? Maybe uh, in the perfect, again, using quotes, the perfect training plan, um, a particular day was a day for a hard, uh, high intensity interval session, but 
that um, that's not that's not that's not going to happen today, right? You wake up, um, <clears throat> either you're not feeling well, your body's not responding like you thought it would. Again, the stress of life is 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 you know cumulative, and, and it's um, it's feeling like it's uh, getting the best of you on a particular day. Um, let go of of a, of a specific activity. So even if you don't. Um, even if you're not able to show up, right? Even just at a very basic level, the day got away from you. You're not going to make that workout, right? That happens, right? It happens to it happens to me. It happens to everyone. Even if we try to do all these things, uh, it still is going to happen. <clears throat> okay, let go of that specific activity, right? How can I continue to think about progress over perfection? Progress would be, I'm still going to show up. I'm still going to engage with my body. I'm still going to check in. Um, it's just going to be in a different way than I had planned, than I had originally thought that it would look and feel like. So again, maybe it's a high intensity interval session. Does it move to, or do we, do we set our sights on, you know, something like just stretching before bed, um, you know, checking in with our body, doing some uh, mobility work, activation, an easy walk, um, you know, taking the family out for a walk uh, after dinner, whatever it is, still progress, right? We still, we've just, we've just redefined what it looks like to, to move towards our goals, to continue to see progress on that particular day. It doesn't mean that we're not going to strive to show up and execute in a way that's in alignment with our goals tomorrow or the next day. But on that day, we just need to shift. And so I think having a more fluid approach, being able to shift that progress-oriented mindset in real time is a really productive skill to hone um, because that fluidity helps you stay focused, helps you stay engaged. And again, consistency is what matters. So if we can just keep that touch point consistent, uh, even if it's not the workout that we thought it was going to be, even if it's not, doesn't necessarily have the physiological benefits or it doesn't create the adaptive opportunities that, uh, uh, um, you know, the original planned session might have, that's fine. We're still going to show up and we're going to think about progress versus perfection. Another area is frequency. So letting go of specifics when it comes to how often we train or work out. I'd like to think about it more from a movement perspective. How often do we check in with our body? How often do we engage with some level of physicality. Um, you know, even if it's not quote unquote training, even if it's not a workout, um, not that we don't need to do those things. Certainly we need to provide enough training stress, enough opportunities for adaptation with a long enough runway to create levels of fitness that we need to reach our goals and execute on those things. But again, if we look at progress over the long term, um, we can back off on some of the stress that we put on ourselves to execute um, day after day. And so, you know, again, when we think about that, what that training is going to look like, I would argue that oftentimes we can overload ourselves. So we think about a world in which it's the best case scenario, right? What's realistic for us in terms of a training schedule? Um, we often think about a magical, mythical world in which we don't have to deal with the stressors of life, um, that we are perfectly rested every day and that our nutrition is great and we're happy and disciplined and motivated. And, and again, then we get back to, to our lives and we understand that, that days unfold and our lives are dynamic. And that's just not how it works some days. And, and so that frequency may need to be adjusted, right? The, the world in which we outlined uh, in our minds when we were setting these goals, where we had six days a week where we could stick to a structured training program, maybe that's not, um, maybe that's not, maybe it's not realistic, or maybe that's just thinking about things with too much of a, you know, perfectionist mindset. Can we back off on the frequency, right? If we're going to do, um, you know, four structured workouts a week, do we do two or three? Set yourself up for success and again reframe how you think about progress. You know, yeah, would would you know four structured workouts be great? 
But if you're not able to execute on those consistently week after week, then it's not having the effect that it, that you wanted anyway. So, so back up and adjust the frequency. I think that's another way we can let go of these specifics is whatever we decided the week was going to look like, the month, the season, um, if it feels like you're in a place where, um, where that's been hard to nail down and there's a psychological component there too, week after week, if you feel like you're not executing in alignment with what you laid out, it becomes hard to, um, to stay excited about that because you feel like failure is imminent. Um, you, you, so how do we back up and set you up for success? Adjust that frequency, right? You can readjust it down the road. You can add back in more workouts. You can add back in um, whatever you want, but work on nailing down a frequency that is in alignment with with a more progress focused mindset versus perfection. Um, another way that we can let go of specifics is timing, uh, and and specifically what I mean by that is that is when in the day do we move? When do we exercise? You know, you hear this stuff all the time about, you know, you got to get up at three in the morning you got to exercise and you, you know, you got to, um, you got to get it done at these specific times. And that's what it means to be disciplined. And I think there is some value in, and again, building habits that, that lead to, to the outcome that we want and having that discipline. But, but what time works for you, right? I see, um, athletes so often try to force a time that is not, um, that's not enjoyable for them. It's not realistic. It's not, um, it, it, it doesn't allow them to be consistent. So if you've, if you've decided that there's a specific time, uh, again, often this is ahead of time. You say, okay, this is what it looks like. You know, next 16 weeks, I'm going to, um, I'm going to build towards a specific goal and, and the workouts, I'm going to get up at five in the morning, I'm going to do them. And then you go to, to actually do that and it, it's not working well, right? Um, either it's disrupting your quality of sleep, right? You're not getting enough sleep. So, so that's not productive or you don't feel well or it doesn't work for your schedule, right? Whatever it is. And I'm using morning as an example. It could be any time of the day. Um, adjust your timing, right? Reframe what it looks like to make progress and nail down a time that works for you. Let go of those specifics of, you know, I have to be the person who gets my workout in before 6 a.m. Maybe that is you, uh, but if it's not, that's fine. What, when is that time? And again, that goes back to the habit piece. How do we build structure in our day where that time is ours, where we can come back to that time consistently I know it seems, I know everyone's busy, and I know that when I talk about building that structure, having those habits, carving out that time, it can seem impossible, but I promise it's, it's doable. I work with a lot of people with really, really busy schedules, and it, is, it, it can happen. We just have to get very clear on what, what works for you, what is realistic, um, what is um, repeatable? What can I do day after day? You know, what's sustainable? So, um, so again, letting go of some of those specifics. The three areas in particular are specific activities. So coming off of some of those um, constructs about, um, about what specific activities we do. Um, another area is frequency. How often do we exercise? How often do we move? How often do we do specific workouts? If that's that frequency is unattainable or not sustainable for you, you can adjust those specifics. And then the timing of those things. So three very um, key areas that we can kind of release or, or loosen our grip on how we define and think about success. And again, the goal being that we want to think about progress in not having every single detail perfect every single day. Uh, hey everyone, uh, I recently came across a new product on the market uh, and I wanted to take a moment to share it uh, with our listeners. Uh, Access Nutrients 
has created a supplement designed to assist with better absorption of zinc, iron, calcium, and magnesium. Uh, this is a heavily researched and science-backed supplement that helps to break down the anti-nutrient phytate. Uh, phytate is present in things like beans, grains, nuts, and seeds. Uh, any product made from these foods, uh, such as pasta, rice, chickpeas, nut butters, whole wheat flour, cereals, etc., etc. Uh, so without the enzyme, the above-mentioned micronutrients are largely unavailable for abs absorption, leading to deficiencies. So without iron, our bodies struggle to transport oxygen. Without zinc, our body's immune system is impaired, and many enzymatic processes cannot function normally. So this enzyme has already helped a number of people that I work with uh, on the athlete side with better performance, improved energy, uh, anemia, fatigue, and other conditions. Uh, you can have a read through the research on their site for more information, but just trust me when I say that this enzyme could be a game changer uh, for many of you when it comes to optimizing your performance. Uh, I've been taking it um, for about two to three months now, and I've noticed uh, big changes in my recovery, my sleep, uh, muscular fatigue, uh, endurance, uh, my ability to fuel uh, more closely, to workouts, so it really has been um, a really positive or had a positive impact on my performance. So, so for all of our listeners, um, you can go to accessnutrients.org and use the code Thomas Endurance um, to get 25% off uh, your order. And um, I think it's going to be something that you guys really like. I encourage you to try it out. Um, it's uh, it's a really uh, cool product. I think it'd be something that's very impactful for so many athletes and so many listeners of this podcast. So again, that's accessnutrients.org, code Thomas Endurance for 25% off your order. Uh, and let us know what you think. Um, it's been something that's been exciting for me to try. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Another area that we can be progress oriented is to define progress during specific seasons and in context with the rest of your life. So I'll, I'll, I'll expand on that. We often think that things look the same or should look the same day after day, year after year, no matter what happens, no matter what comes at us. And I think it's really important and really valuable to take a step back and work to define progress in relation to, to where you're at in two areas. One, in your life, and two, in relation to your goals. So progress, uh, as you're building up to run a marathon, is going to look very different than what progress looks like when you're um, strength training in the off-season to build resiliency, uh, you know, injury prevention and, um, you know, muscular endurance and preparation for the next season. Um, everything about that time period is going to be different, right? The expectations around how your body adapts, the expectations around frequency, training load um, is going to be different than when you're actively preparing for um, to run a marathon. And, so it only stands to reason that we should think differently about how we define progress, right? Um, and I think it's also important to define pro progress in context with what's going on externally to your athletic identity. What I mean by that is if you have a really busy time at work, right? So let's say for the next 12 weeks, you got a huge project at work that you're responsible for expectations are high uh, or, you know, really busy season if there's seasonality to your work and, um, and you know, you're going to be super busy that, you know, you're going to have to kind of push things to, you know, stretch the days, uh, the mornings will be earlier, the evenings will be later so on. If there's opportunity, if there's times like that for you, and I think we, no matter what your job is, there are probably times um, where that happens, it, this can certainly also happen in family life. Um, if there are time periods when you're going to need to be more 
um, do more for your family. You know, maybe that is um, things like, you know, if you have kids and they're involved in sports and you're responsible for running uh, the carpool and or you're coaching uh, your kid's team or, you know, things that are going to take more of your time um, because it's something that you care about, because it's another area of your life that you're invested in. Again, remember, you know, our athletic identity is not our only identity. There are other things that define us. There are other ways that we um, work to show up in our lives. It's not just athletically. So when those things happen, I think we, we all have some version of that, whether it's career-oriented, family-oriented, so on. We need to think about progress in that season as well, right? If that's a busy time, if they're going to be, um, if they're going to be more um, more of a pull on your on your time, then what does progress look like during that time period? So often we just continue to push forward without taking that context into consideration, right? And then when it's um, when we're not able to, to execute in a way that's in alignment with the expectations that we defined before that season began, um, we get frustrated, or we get disheartened, we lose motivation, we lose discipline. Um, and, and again, that sustainability piece falls away. So really, I think working to, to make sure that we're always critical of or conscious of what's going on in the rest of our lives and where we at in proximity to our goals, right? Progress is not always going to look the same and progress is not linear, right? Knowing that sometimes we have to pull back to go forward um, and that, that long-term outlook, knowing that, okay, yeah, this is a really busy season for me. And maybe I'm actually, um, you know, maybe I'm going to lose fitness, right? Maybe I'm not actually going to continue to build um, fitness or, or provide, I won't have the time to provide enough training stress to my body to adapt in a way that, that moves me forward from a, from a fitness perspective. But my argument is that if we pull back, if we make those adjustments, that the, the, the mental emotional recovery is just as important as the physiological adaptation that we, we need that time. And if we can come out of that season refreshed, that's actually going to do us more good in the long term versus just pushing forward, pretending like that time period is not happening. And either one of two things is going to happen. We run ourselves into the ground and we overtrain or we get burnt out. Um, or we are not able to maintain the schedule and the consistency. We get frustrated um, and we, um, we lose sight of our goals. Right, we quit. We can't stay consistent. We can't stay committed. Um, and so, both of those things are not ideal. So, actually, pull back to go forward. I think. Um, and of course, the same thing can 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 um, happen in the opposite direction. Right, when we have more time, if we're in a season that that we're able to be more engaged, maybe we ramp it up. Um, right, so we don't undervalue uh, our ability to to show up. We don't shortchange ourselves. So it can happen in both directions. It doesn't have to be, you know, where we pull back. But I see typically that's where it manifests itself the most. So to find progress uh, during these specific seasons, just take a step back, right? If you're feeling like like it's really busy and, and you, you can't stay committed or things, you're kind of, you know, uh, falling away from the, the structure and the plan, the consistency that you want, um, what does progress look like? during that time period. Um, I think that's, and we always want to check in with that, right? So maybe it's every season, every quarter, you can set cues for yourself to just check in, you know, what's ahead. um, And do I need to make any adjustments? What's coming up? What are the expectations from others around me? What are the expectations I put on myself? What are my other responsibilities? Um, If they're unchanged, great. Continue with what you're doing. Hopefully, again, you're using some of these tools we talked about before to make sure you're valuing that time and structuring your day in a way that allows you to show up fully and completely. And if that's the case, stay at it. If the answer is different or if your circumstances have changed, uh, adjust 
your definition of progress so that you can set yourself up for success. Um, another area that we can work on progress is, is to move daily. So, you know, we talk a lot about rest and recovery as athletes and certainly recovery is paramount. I, I, it is, as, as many of us know, it is when fitness is created, right? So we actually don't build fitness during workouts. Uh, we build it when we're resting. So, so proper recovery is key with recovery. So we're talking about rest days, we're talking about time to rest. We're also talking about, uh, we're also talking about sleep. Um, we're talking about uh, nutrition, um, n- nutrition, you know, meal timing. So um, the list goes on and on. Recovery is, is all encompassing. It's everything we're doing when we're not moving, when we're not exercising. However, with that being said, unless you're, unless you're firing on all cylinders and you're, and you're a, an individual who is able to nail down that, that exact training structure, you know, these, you know, five days a week of specific sessions, you know, strength training, one rest day a week, you know, whatever that schedule looks like, unless you're that person, then I think daily movement can be a really valuable tool for people that are struggling to, um, to take a progress oriented mindset, right. Or people that are struggling to maintain consistency or think long-term or, or, um, put sustainability first. And, you know, the reason that I think we should consider daily movement is that I believe those small bouts of consistency really help us move in, in a direction that supports our long-term goals. And so there's a couple of things. One, you know, that, that daily consistency helps to build neural pathways that support a mindset where that movement is prioritized, right? Meaning that if we, if we have that consistent touch point every day, we begin to, um, it actually begins to become habitual, right? It, it, it's something that we look forward to. Uh, it's something that allows us to refocus and recenter. It allows us to show up more focused. There's tons and tons of science that reports, you know, small things like short walks outside every day um, have tremendous overarching and overreaching health benefits, both physically and mentally, emotionally. Um, so if, if, if you're not, um, if you're not an athlete, if you're not an individual that is, you know, maxed out, it's really pushing yourself from a physical perspective. And those full down days are critical at certain levels, rest days where we don't do anything uh, or do as little as possible are very important. Um, but if you, again, are struggling to maintain consistency or think about things sustainably, or of course, this perfection mindset is getting in your way and you're having trouble thinking about um, progress over the long term, work to move consistently <clears throat> every day. Um, you know, it, it, it sets you up for success. Again, it cues your body, it cues your mind to prioritize that time. And, you know, I think about it, you know, very simply, the adage, you know, an object at rest wants to stay at rest. An object in motion wants to stay in motion. So if we stay in motion, then it becomes easier and easier to continue that forward motion, to continue that consistency. When we are at rest, it's harder to jumpstart things. It's harder to um, to to prioritize that time or to to pull away from what we're doing to shift our focus. So I think one way that we can that we can start to think about progress is: Did I move today? Right. And again, it could be anything. It could certainly be um, you know something like a structured workout. Um, but I think more basically, it could be very simple things like um, again a walk. Um, it can be um, <clears throat> stretching, mobility, it, you know, very small movements, very small blocks of time that keep that consistency at the forefront. Um, and so I think 
there's a lot of opportunity there for us to take a step back and say, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe six, uh, structured workouts a week or five or four, whatever the number is, you know, that doesn't feel sustainable or I'm not able to nail that down consistently. But what I can do is, you know, these X number of, of workouts or, or sessions. Again, we talked about, you know, adjusting that frequency if needed. Um, I can do, I can do, you know, a certain number of these that support my goals. Um, and move me in a direction from a fitness perspective that I want. But on these other days, I can, I can do these small bouts of movement, right? I can readjust my expectations. Um, and I think that's a really productive way uh, and a really healthy way to think about how we move through our days is that we put that consistency, that movement at the forefront, even if it doesn't look and feel like what we thought it might. So work to move daily if you're someone who is – um, is working to nail down that consistency. And what I want to challenge you to do is, you know, I know most of us are not, we're not sitting on the couch all day. So we are moving around, right? You, you, you walk certain places, you're, you're moving around work, you're, you know. So I realize we're not stagnant. When I say move daily, what I want to challenge you to do is set aside time for uh for a uh a dedicated um dedicated movement uh just to say okay this is the time for this next 15 minutes i'm actually going to focus on me right and again insert whatever specific movement you want what's important is that is that it, it is a dedicated block of time where you are um specifically focused on that um that movement, uh, that exercise, whatever it is. So, so that it's really a two part. We want to move daily, but we want that that movement to be to be. We want to we want to be conscious of it. Um, we want it to be a dedicated period of time where we, we come back to ourselves and we check in. Um, that's what's going to create those those systems, those pathways that build on one another, that set us up for success. And again, look at that long term progress oriented uh, mindset. Lastly, uh, we can look at progress or we can move towards progress versus perfection by setting yourself up for success. So what do I mean by that? Specifically, what I'm talking about is to remove as many barriers as possible from what it takes to reach your goals. One of the things that gets in people's way is, um, is access. Right. It is okay. I am. Um, my alarm goes off. I, I, I want to get a workout in. Where do I do that? Okay. If it's if I have to drive to the gym, there's friction there. Right. That's uh, that could be fine. Um, many people have to drive to a facility to exercise, but are there ways to? Um, to remove friction or limit friction, right? Alarm goes off, I have to drive to the gym, I have to pack my bag, I have to get in the car uh, or, you know, get on my bike or however you get there. And, um, and that, you know, when you're laying in bed, it takes a lot of work, right? Same, another example, I'm at my office, uh, I've carved out time for myself. Um, you know, I see that time on my calendar. Um, again, uh, I've talked about how to set yourself up for, for success in previous podcast episodes uh, as far as scheduling that time, really carving out that time and giving it as much weight as the other things that you have to do in the day. So um, so you're at your office, that happens, you get a notification, time to exercise, time to move, then what, right? Again, how much friction is in the way between where you're at right now and your ability to, to prioritize yourself. So I always try to think about ways to, to break down, hopefully eliminate friction. Um, it can be small things, right? So uh, if, if you're in your office, you know, is there, is there a yoga mat 
you know, on the floor, in the corner that you can roll out, that you can stretch and move? Uh, is there a pull-up bar where you can, you know, do a few pull-ups or leg raises or things to move your body? Can you, is there a comfortable space where you can do push-ups or sit-ups or stretch? Or is there a foam roller? Or you know, any of these things, equipment is often a big part of it. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard, you know, if it comes to um, to getting in a workout, like a run or a bike ride, set yourself up the night before, right? If you gotta, if you gotta go for a run, put your shoes out, lay your clothes out, fill your water bottles the night before, have your breakfast ready, right? Eliminate or reduce friction so that you can move into that opportunity as quickly as possible with as little friction as possible. If you had to go to the gym in the morning, um, pack your bag, have it in your car. Um, you know, whatever it is. And I think it's the same thing. So many people now are working from home. What's, how do we make that a productive space, right? So if you have a home office, what's in your office? Um, do you have equipment there? Are there things that you can rely on that, that make that transition to that time that you've set aside for yourself as easy as possible? Even things like some sort of home gym, right? Can you, can you get your hands on some basic equipment? Can you put that in a dedicated space in your home so that you can, uh, it makes it easier, right? If, if, if you have 30 minutes to exercise and you have to spend 15 minutes of that collecting equipment, uh, getting your clothes on, get, you know, whatever it is, the likelihood of success there is diminished pretty quickly. Um, so do your best to set yourself up for success. You know, again, I think one of the big ways to do that is to schedule that time. I think it starts with carving out that time. Like I mentioned earlier, if you're in a reactive state, it becomes very hard to set yourself up for success, right? If you're, if you're scrambling around throughout the day, hoping that a moment arrives when you can prioritize that time and yourself and your goals, that's a very tough position to operate from, right? And I think a lot of us move through our days in that place, in that headspace, where we're just constantly looking for a moment that we can insert uh, our goals, insert uh, that time for ourselves, you know, self-care. Um, really want to encourage you to be proactive in that place. And I think scheduling that time is, is really, um, can be a really good place to start. I know that can sound, uh, or when I mention that often, it sounds a little, um, Sounds like a lot to people, right? It can sound maybe a little militant where it's like, you know, everything has to be structured throughout the day. I'm not saying that every moment of your life needs to be structured, but I do think that there's a tremendous opportunity, again, to take back some of that control that we give when we are reactive, right? When we're responding constantly throughout the day, running around from task to task. Um, as much as you have the ability to try to take control of some of that time, and I think some at some level, depending on what works for you, um, scheduling that time and really making a dedicated effort to set aside that time and treating it with as much weight, as much respect, uh, as, as much urgency as you treat some of these other things um, is a really good place to start because that's going to allow you to put yourself first. And again, when you do that, you're going to see progress, right? Consistency has to come first. Um, and with consistency, then we'll see progress. So just a quick recap, uh, uh, some of the areas that you can work towards or work to implement that are going to help you see progress or take a progress oriented mindset over perfection. Again, the goal is that we, um, we relieve some of that stress, right? We relieve some of the constructs, some of the expectations that we put on how this thing is going to unfold, how being an athlete is going to look and feel. And it's not that we don't have goals. It's not that we don't have to, to actually do specific things at certain times, but we can find a balance where we are not looking for perfection and progress becomes our fuel. Right, progress becomes the thing that keeps us excited because we see we see it build over time. So, one of the ways uh, is to work to build habits. Again, structure makes it easier to prioritize your time. 
wherever you can do that, work to build in habits throughout the day. Second one is let go of specifics. So three areas we can let go of specifics are to, um, to back off on specific activities during the day. Maybe we had an interval session planned. It didn't work out. Um, what, can, what, what can we do now? Right? What does it look like to show up but relinquish some of that, some of those expectations? Um, frequency, another area to let go of specifics. Maybe we had thought we could do five sessions a week. That's not working out for us. Now what does it look like? Is it two? Is it three? Right? Progress is still worth it. It's still worth it to show up even if it looks and feels different. Another area we can let go of specifics is the timing. Right? When we do our workouts, when we set aside that time each day. If you want to be a morning person and you want to work out in the morning, keep trying to do that. But if it doesn't feel like it's working, how can we shift that time? Um, and and it, it could be any time of the day. It doesn't have to be a morning person, evening, during the day, whatever that is. Let go of the specifics around when you think that you should be able to execute um, that consistent movement. Third area, define progress during specific seasons and in context with your life. What does it look like to make progress right now based on what's happening in my life and where I'm at in proximity to my goals? Always check yourself against that, right? Progress is going to look different at different times of the year. It should. Your focus changes. Uh, life changes. Different things are happening. Adjust your idea and your expectations around progress based on where you're at and what's going on in your life. The fourth one, try to move daily, right? So unless you're maxed out, unless you're really, really pushing yourself um, and that dedicated rest um, and a full day away from movement is critical, um, I think it could be really good to move consistently. Again, it doesn't have to be full-on training sessions. It doesn't have to be workouts, um, walks, stretching, light strength training, calisthenics, any of these things. Just to, just to keep that consistent touch point. And again, that's going to start to build some of these habits we talked about. It's going to start to build some of these consistent progress-oriented mindset tools that are going to help you uh, build over time. Lastly, set yourself up for success. So reduce friction as much as you can, right? And one of the things that gets in our way of progress is the stuff that's going on externally. The things that get in our way when we go to uh, when we go to exercise, right? It's work, uh, it's access, it's equipment, it's time, it's, um, it's obligations external to our, to our own goals. Whatever that is, think about where, how you can reduce that friction. Uh, as simple as having equipment close to you, right? Uh, having a yoga mat in your office, um, having a space where you can move comfortably and engage in that, in that uh, exercise. Whatever it is, set yourself up for, set, for success. Don't just hope that it happens, right? I talk to athletes all the time that keep running into the same friction, keep running into the same roadblocks, but don't work to actually change the things that are getting in their way. They just hope that it's going to happen. They hope that they'll get better next week. No, be proactive, right? Work to, to make it better. Um, success is not a passive process. It's something that is uh, that's very active and takes a consistent, conscious effort to to arrive at. Um, so, hopefully, that's helpful. Again, progress first, not perfection. Um, you know, work to to dial it in when you can. When you can't, progress first. Right, that's what leads us, takes us where we want to go over time. Uh, progress is what matters. Uh, perfection is something that uh, is hard to obtain. So um, if, if you found this information helpful, uh, if you found it engaging, if you enjoy what uh, myself and our guests uh, and our team are talking about in Endurance Minded, please share uh, this episode with a friend, share your favorite episode with a friend, uh, whether that's on social media, whether you send it to them in an email. Um, let's help... Um, Get the word out. You know, this is something, this content, these topics, these ideas are something that, that I am extremely passionate about. And I, I believe that 
that through the lens of movement, through the lens of being an athlete, it uh, we have the ability to really change how we move through our days, how we uh, find um, uh, how we define success, how we how we arrive at happiness and joy, and so uh, help me spread the word, uh, get the word out. Please send this to a friend. That's my ask of you guys. If you've yet to do that, uh, and you made it to this point in the podcast, um, send this episode or your favorite episode to a friend. Uh, it would mean a lot to me. As always, um, you can rate, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Um, that's the the lifeblood of podcasts. If you've yet to do that, uh, click the stars button. Give us a rating. Hopefully, it's a good one. Feedback is always appreciated. Um, and um, rate and then subscribe. Uh, we release these podcasts every uh, every other Tuesday at noon, and so you can be alerted uh, when a fresh episode comes out and keep up with what's going on. And lastly, uh, endurance-minded. Com. So much of the content and conversations uh, that I bring to the show are based on um, feedback questions from our audience. So go to enduranceminded.com, scroll to the bottom, let us know what you think. What's on your mind? What are you struggling with? Where's your wins? Right? We talk a lot about the challenges, but I love to talk about uh, and think about um, where are we winning? Right? Where have we found success? What feels right? Um, so either way, let us know, enduranceminded.com. And as always, I can't thank you enough for the support, and I'll see you next time.